0: What it is to
1: be Oklahoma, Excellence has been established by Coach
0: Wilkinson, Coach Witzer, and Coach Stewart. It's my responsibility to defend that
1: standard and to build upon that standard. Welcome to the Oklahoma Draw Podcast with your host, Jesse Kirkland-Business and Brian Klein. Sooner Nation, OU Insider subscribers, Oklahoma football fans, Danny Stutzman fans, or people who are confused (laughs) by Danny Stutzman, Uh, that would be almost everybody. Welcome to an emergency edition of the Oklahoma Drill, the first one in the lengthy history of this pod that we have an emergency episode and we're going to talk about all that in just a second. But I am, of course, Jesse Crittenden and joined, as always, by my wonderful co-host, Coach Sir Esquire Brian Clinton. Brian, why are we here today recording an emergency pod at one oh seven on a Monday? Why Why are we here? Well, I think the, uh,
0: the obituary on D- Danny Stutzman's time in an Oklahoma uniform was Pretty well written by a lot of people, and then in typical Danny Stutzman fashion, which you know everybody's come to expect of him, he he pulled the rug out from underneath everybody on Monday. So uh, yes. he'll be back, which is just a, a huge news for Oklahoma on on several fronts.
1: Brian, of course, what you're alluding to there, Danny Stutzman, after. I mean, days, really weeks of things that looked, I mean, pretty cut and dry, really until about the last 48 hours, 48 to 72 hours. Danny Stutzman was gone. There was there was reporting out there. And, it, I mean, he, he did talk to the coaching staff. Uh, I think his initial decision was to leave, um, was to go chase an NFL dream. But uh, Monday afternoon, he not only announces he's returning, but he does it, it with a video that is – all the bells and whistles, and all of the the general, or all the things you come to expect from Danny Stutzman, uh, Brian. I don't know if you watched the whole video <laughs> with this announcement, but it was uh, it was pretty classic, Danny. Yeah, it
0: it was. Uh, I mean, from everything everything from from the boss making a return with haircut and all to. Uh, the exchange of the keys with, with the, with the fur jacket and all, I mean, it was, yeah, I mean, it was classic. This was, this was good stuff. So, um, and you kind of knew that something like that was coming from him. So it's just, it's just great.
1: Well, here I'll, I'll tell you this and this is, and look, we're doing an emergency pod for a lot of different reasons because this is, this is humongous news in, in so many ways um for you know for oklahoma but the thing is this really was an interesting situation because you you look at the transfer portal uh opening um you know last week uh you saw i mean so many people you know or you know there's been so much activity in the transfer portal some of it from oklahoma i mean you think about the players who have already entered the portal you think about um the players who have already declared for the draft i mean andrew rame and tyler guyton uh are you know declared uh, for the draft over the weekend, the funny thing about the Danny Stutzman situation was, you know, there was an there was initial reporting that came out. There was buzz out there that he was leaving, and then it was just kind of silent, right, for a few days. It was just it was silent, which I thought was weird because you know, if you're declaring for the draft, that probably you know before the bowl game, that probably means you're missing the bowl game. But time was kind of running out for Danny to make a real announcement that he was going to do that. And Brian, it's so funny because I I, I was at the OU. Arkansas basketball game uh, on Saturday, which shout out to Porter Moser's team. What, what that Oklahoma basketball team is doing right now is is incredible. It really is. But I had somebody actually come up to me in media seating because uh, they recognized me and they wanted to talk for a minute. Uh, it was super great. But he actually asked me, he was like, is there any news about a certain linebacker out there? It's weird that nothing officials come out. And I, and I I didn't want to speculate too much, but I said it is a little odd that nothing's been announced yet. Brian I think ultimately what this decision comes down to is I think I think it was always a little difficult to project Danny Stutzman's draft stock yeah it just I think he had a really good season but I think ultimately it made sense for him to, to come back not only to lead this defense into the first season in the sec, but also I think for him, I think if he can put together an even better year next season, that changes his trajectory moving forward. But Brian, I think from a broad perspective, what just on the field, how, how massive is Danny dustman returning? I mean, how big of a deal is that for this Oklahoma team?
0: Oh, it's, it's huge. I mean, it, the impact that it's going to have, not just on on the bowl game for Oklahoma, but for the 2024 season, is is massive. You're you're going into a completely new conference. There's going to be plenty of things that are uh, that are new. Um, you're you're not familiar with. You're going on the road a lot to. Or, you know, you're going to, to some tough road environments uh, throughout the year, including Baton Rouge, which is, uh, you know, is its own is its own. Uh, tier of that and you're gonna have your leader you're gonna have your vocal leader of this team back uh, which is which is massive it also you know having a guy like him and Billy Bowman both back on the defensive side of the ball is just huge for the Sooners I mean it's it's absolutely massive you you lose Dylan Gabriel on the offensive side of the ball but I, I would say that the heart and soul of this team you could argue is Danny Stutzman and I think that it's really important to have him back, and it's huge. Um, and for him personally, again, this is this is big. Kenneth Murray, last time at Oklahoma, linebacker was was uh, was picked in the first round. Nolan Smith, a guy from Georgia, is another one that kind of, or Roquan Smith, uh, a, a guy that that got picked uh, early as a linebacker. It's it's possible to get up there into that echelon, and I think having a chance to do. Uh, what he could do in the SEC next year gives him a, a better opportunity of maybe taking being taken higher uh, in the twenty twenty five draft. So yeah. good stuff for both sides.
1: Yeah, I think it's. I think I do. I think it is incredible. I think it's mutually beneficial. And again, I mean, you look at Stutzman's numbers on the year. I mean, ninety nine tackles. Uh, that's that's thirty eight more um then then second place who's billy bowman which i'm glad you mentioned billy bowman too both you know both of them returning is just it's just humongous it, it really is uh but 16 tackles for loss led the team there too also three sacks had an interception uh two forced fumbles a fumble recovery and he did all that in, in really in 10 and a half games because yep. he missed the second half against kansas and uh and then missed the oklahoma state game i think and I, I, I mean, and then you look at even some of the, the national attention that I mean, I think he he definitely had a spotlight on him. But I mean, when you think about not, you know, being a finalist for the Lombardi trophy, I think there's there's ways that he can that he can continue to grow. I think he can have a better year, but it's you can't understate or you can't overstate the growth um, that he has shown throughout his career, how big he was this year. But Brian, it is huge because you go into the SEC, that is the undercurrent of all of this. Yeah. Is that changes? It, it There's so much that changes. And we've talked about it before. But when you looked at the linebacker room without Danny Stutzman going into next season, it's not that there's not talent there. Just it's not know. that there's not potential there. Yeah. But you're, I mean, unless OU is able to get some guys in the transfer portal, you are going to be relying on a lot of young guys. Right. In a completely new environment with a, you know a, a raised competition level, I think that's one of the biggest things for me. Brian is not only just what he does on the field to give that veteran presence, but now all these young guys around him. I mean, Kip Lewis and Kobe McKenzie and Jaron Cannick, who we saw had his struggles this year, mm-hmm. now they get to re- they get to lean on Danny Stutzman and grow alongside of him and have that there for what's going to be a tough transition to the SEC.
0: Yeah, no, I agree, and I would even second that, saying. There's not another. There's not a Danny Stutzman out there in the transfer portal. Now I'm not saying that there's not talented players out there. There are. What I'm saying is there's not a player out there that would have the same kind of impact that Danny Stutzman will have for this team over the course of, of the next several months. There's just not. He he is already not only integrated but at the core of this team, the nucleus of this team. Uh, he is one of those very important. Uh, parts that that this team's gonna not only rally around, but uh, that they look to for for leadership, and that linebacker room is going to be so much better having had another year uh, to learn under Danny Stutzman. So a- absolutely massive. And again, when when you've got a guy that has made the strides that he has over the last couple of seasons for Oklahoma. Seeing what he does in the third year of Brent Venables' system, it's just, it's exciting. I mean, there's, there's no, there's no limit to what he could be next season.
1: And that's the thing. It's not only just about, it's not only just about how talented he is, how much he's grown this year, but I mean, he is an extension of Brent Venables. He, I think he embodies Brent Venables and, and essentially ever since the word, his passion, his energy, his intensity, the way he plays the game, um, and that's the thing. I think when you're looking at when once Brent Venables came to Oklahoma, it's just been upheaval after upheaval. Players yeah. leaving, not obviously not because of him, but because the 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 whole program has changed. It was a huge fundamental shift in the way he started to do things on and off the field. And I think Danny Stutzman has kind of been kind of that 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 stronghold. He's kind of been that center point for this defense because he embodies what Brent Venables wants to do. And I think that's the huge part of it too. Cause again, think about how big of a change it was when Brent Venables got here a couple of years ago, it's yeah. about to be another change going into the sec. Right. The, 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 any consistency you can get in terms of someone who again, embodies Brent Venables, what he does on the field the leadership. He provides anything that you can get like that going to the sec is huge. And now all of a sudden you look at that linebacker room Brian. And I think it was going to feel like there was a hole missing without Danny Stutzman. Now there, there's a lot of reasons to be excited. I mean, there's Kip Lewis showed a lot of potential. Kobe McKenzie showed a lot of potential. I know Jaron Cannick struggled um, through the, through the back half of the year. Uh, but look, the potential is obviously there. Another year alongside Danny Stutzman is going to help, but you think about the other guys too. I mean, like the young guys like Taylor Heim and Lewis Carter, Samuel Omasego, not to mention, I mean, uh, Dasan McCullough, and and likely Justin Harrington, yeah. All of a sudden, now that feels pretty good with Danny Stutzman leading that group. It feels pretty good.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. And the the big thing about that is is you're not going to be forced to to maybe have to play guys out of position a little bit. Right. You can you can continue to play, uh, you know, play guys where you feel that they actually fit in best to to the scheme. I I think it is it's a really a, a big thing for Jaron Canick because let's be honest this is, this is some, this is new to him. He, this is still, you, you go back. He was an offensive player. I believe he played safety in high school as well. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, this linebacker, th- this whole linebacker thing is new to him and those guys are obviously extremely close. I think that outside of the, the defense as a whole or, or maybe even Brent Venables, you could say Jaron Canning might be the biggest winner today just because yeah having that guy to lead you and teach you and spend all that extra time with you uh and then maybe hand the reins over to you after another year. It's this is huge. This is huge for his development. It's a big deal uh and it's really exciting for this unit that I think, you know, wants to take another step towards being an elite defense at some point.
1: That's that's a really good that's a really good way to put that that Jaron caning might be the biggest winner. That that's a that's a really good point and a really good one to make. And I and now I think you know and we're talking a lot about the sec and what this means next year but there's also still an important couple of weeks ahead of this team right now when we when we look at the bowl game which i know look there i know there's disappointment uh, among oklahoma fans uh um to for not you know not making a new year six bowl there's disappointment among us (laughs) you know not getting to go cover a new year six game all that being said this 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 Alamo Bowl matchup with Arizona, it's a it's a big deal. It's a huge opportunity for this Oklahoma team Uh, with all the guys that have opted out. You're going to be relying on younger guys uh, in the mix. And I think it's just going to be huge for for Danny Stutzman to lead that defense against an Arizona team that's playing really well. And I and I think I don't want to make the Alamo Bowl bigger than what it is, but it is a big opportunity. And his return to play in that game is massive. It just is.
0: Well, and it's, let's, let's also remember, this is the highest ranked matchup outside of the new year, six bowls. Mm -hmm. It's 12 versus 14. I mean, this is, this is, this isn't the Briggs and Stratton weed eater bowl. I mean, but you know, it's not, it's not a new year six, but it is, it is a good opportunity for, for Oklahoma. And, you know, I I think something that's really interesting about it is which, you know, this is something I'll, I'll write about in the coming weeks, but how cool of an opportunity is it that this is the same place Oklahoma's traveling back to the same place that Brent Venables mm-hmm. was handed the, the visor from Bob Stoops two years ago. And now before they make this jump to the sec, there is a, it's almost like a changing of the guard and, and, a, you know, and a validation of what Brent Venables is building going into this new realm for Oklahoma. It's a big deal. And to have your leader on the field back for that, it's got to give you a lot of confidence. Arizona's a really good football team. I mean, they've won each of their last six games. They're averaging almost thirty-nine points a game in those wins, and uh, I mean, they beat up Utah and Oregon State on the way to in the on the way to those wins. And it's that's it's a really good football team. I I, I expect Arizona to be a contender in the Big Twelve next year, and uh, to, for for Oklahoma to to get Danny back on the field and have him as as the core of that defense. It, it'll be big. Uh, and I'm also, ex- I'm really interested to see what happens uh, because of his return in the transfer portal. Yeah. I, you know, and and that's something I'm sure you've got thoughts on.
1: Yeah, that was going to be, I think, the other angle to this, you know, mentioning what's coming up for the next couple of weeks. We've already seen OU, you know, snag a couple of players in the transfer portal. But I think it's, I think you can almost look at this from a couple different ways. I think one, Danny Stutzman's return, I think, changes linebacker that to me was going to be a huge position of need and not that it still isn't, but I think all of a sudden you feel a little bit better about that linebacker spot. Now, if you're going into the transfer portal, you're looking to add depth or experience. You're not, you're not really, you may not be, it may not be as urgent to immediately look for someone who could come in and step in and play 80, 80 snaps a game at the same token. I do think it's going, it is going to be a draw, for people in the transfer portal, not only Oklahoma going to the SEC, but you can play alongside a veteran guy like Dandy Stussman, who was going to be an early favorite, you know, for the from the for you know for all the awards next year. He's gonna yeah. be at the top of the list of all of everything for a linebacker. Um I, I think I think you can look at it almost both ways. It's almost a win-win for Oklahoma. I, I don't know if you would agree with that, but that's the way I see it.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's one of those things where Oklahoma like you said Oklahoma doesn't need to to go out there and extend themselves too far to to get a guy that they feel they can uh you know that they have to play 80 snaps a game this isn't a situation where I mean let's be honest it's an Nil game at this point um you, you've got a certain amount of funds that you have to work with and you know there's you don't have to put as much stock into a guy now you can afford if you're the Oklahoma defensive uh defensive coordinator if you're brent venables you can kind of afford to go out there and maybe get a guy that's that's a little bit more of a project hey you know we see a lot of potential in this guy he's got the he's got the athletic traits he may not be ready to go this year but since we have danu stutzman back Mm -hmm. maybe this is a guy that we develop and and move on and you know and we're able to to move forward with after a year on the other side of that i mean why? Why would you? Th- this it it's nothing but a plus for Oklahoma. Why would would not playing or why would playing alongside Danny Stutzman not be uh, a selling point to somebody yeah. uh, on the defensive side of the ball? So it's it's a uh, it's it's all good news for Oklahoma. It's it's good stuff for the Sooners, and I, I'm excited that uh, that we get another year of cover in this guy because he's not just fun on on the field. He he's all He's also a really good interview. So I, I'm excited about that.
1: I'm gonna. I will. That's a really good point. I will mention real quick that I said the Lombardi Trophy earlier instead of the Butkus Award. Uh, I meant you to say Buckus, but the reason why I said Lombardi is because the Dallas Cowboys proved that they're going to win the Super Bowl uh, last night with an impressive win uh, <laughs> over Philadelphia. So I've still got that. Hey, that's fun on, that's on my brain as well. <laughs> well. But yeah, I think <laughs> that's the other token of it too. Is is just who he is as a personality. He's a really fun player to cover. I, I am, you know, personally excited about that too. I think uh what he brings as an interview, what he brings as a person, his his impact in the community, uh really can't be overstated. And and ultimately, Brian, I think what this comes down to is it's not only mutually beneficial, but it's all the consistency that Oklahoma can get. I mean, think about Jeff Levy is yeah. gone. OU's OU's got a new play caller and a new co-offensive coordinator. I think as as many things as you can keep consistent that's that's what this is and i think and not to i mean again with billy bowman coming back as well you're looking at there's gonna be a lot of pieces on this defense that are that are back next season now obviously there's ways this defense can improve too but the the, the most consistency you can get that's what you're shooting for and you look at you look at all the play all the starters who are going to come back next season all the depth pieces all the young guys that are going to come back it, it, i think it's crazy how much one player deciding to stay kind of feels like it changes the vibe and the trajectory of, of an entire unit of an entire team.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you have, I, I think you've got your difference maker at every level um, coming back at least, at least by my token. I mean, I look at Dijon Terry as a guy that is a, is a difference maker on the interior of the defensive line. Then you add David stone, even as a freshman, what he should be know. for that team next year. Is fantastic. Obviously, you've got Danny Stutzman back now, and then in the secondary, you've got you've got Billy Bowman, uh, and I expect Peyton Bowen to just take another step. So, yeah, I mean, you've got guys at every level that are are really exciting, and I think it's a it's a really big deal to have to have Danny Stutzman back. Think about the things that you don't even think about off the top of your head, like how much bigger is the OU Texas game next year now, because yeah. of what, what he said this last year. I mean, think about all the, there are so many little things with Oklahoma's season next year that have a little more spice to them now that, uh, that Danny Stutzman back. So it's, it's uh, it's all good things at Norman. And obviously uh, you and I are both really excited
1: about it. And he gets another year to, to continue uh, getting better as a media personality, uh, as a content creator yeah uh, i think he's proven himself he may not have gotten the buckus award this year but if there was a social media content award in college football i think he would be a runaway favorite
0: i i i think it was a snub that he was not a, a semi-finalist for the buckus award i oh, yeah. cannot stand that but while we're talking here billy bowman was not mentioned at all by the AP all American, they it was not first second or third team. Yeah, there are not six safeties in the country playing better football than Billy Bowman. I know that this is an emergency podcast for Danny Setzman, <laughs> but I'm still hot about that. I wanted to get your thoughts before we got offline offline here.
1: I no, I completely agree. Not only the interception numbers, not only just the pick six numbers, but I mean he consistently graded out really well in every game. He's he is he's really good in coverage. He's a really good tackler. He's 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 pretty good in run support. It is I, it is pretty surprising that Bowman didn't get a really didn't get a lot of acclaim for mm-hmm. a lot of awards. I mean he really didn't, even the Thorpe, and,
0: which yeah. is oklahoma based i don't I, I don't know anyways
1: yeah and that's again i think i'm not that you know stutzman danny stutzman would tell you 100 that it's not about that kind of stuff it's about the play on the field but right i can guarantee you privately he wants to he wants to win the buckus award next year and i can guarantee you uh it was disappointing as to him as much as to anybody else that he wasn't a finalist and yeah billy bowman i, I think He's only going to get better. He's yep. a, in, and I would be shocked, assuming he stays healthy, that he's he doesn't get more acclaim next year. That would yep. that would surprise me. Yeah. So, uh, Brian, anything else to add just about what's been a, a pretty big day for Oklahoma so far? Uh, Porter Moser's squad ranked number 11 in the country. Awesome. It's I, been a, yeah,
0: i have not, you know, you, you guys will come to know. I am I am nothing of a basketball aficionado. I I don't really follow basketball that all that closely, but I will say I've caught each of the last each of the last two Oklahoma games. They're fun to watch. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, I I really I really enjoy watching them and and that's from a that's from a 10,000-foot view, but if I was to add anything else on the on the Danny Stetsman side of things, I think this is this is Big enough, I, I think that it swings the bowl game in Oklahoma's favor when it may not have been in Oklahoma's favor before. Um, yeah. Just with all the guys that they're losing, all the leadership that they were set to lose, I think it's it's that big of a deal that Danny Stetson's back on the field, and I think he's going to make it that much harder on on Noah Fafita, quarterback on the other side, just to uh, to get things diagnosed. So I, I think it's it's a big deal for Oklahoma now and moving forward.
1: Oh, well, and it's just another reason for fans to be excited about that game. Not yeah. only just the Jackson Arnold stuff, the Seth Latrell stuff, the young guys who are going to get playing time, but you know Danny Stutzman is going to be on the field looking to to make a statement, looking yeah. to make plays like he always does. So yeah. I think that's another swing for it too, honestly. But Brian, I think that's going to do us here. Or that's going to wrap things up for us here in the first emergency pod in the Oklahoma drill history the long and lengthy history uh one of maybe several to come we'll see here's the thing we've still got stuff that that's going to be happening in the next couple weeks we've got uh, media availability uh this week on tuesday and friday we'll hear from brent venables on friday we'll hear from players tomorrow i almost guarantee you danny stutzman will be one of them uh we'll also get to to attend an open practice tomorrow that should be pretty interesting to see jackson arnold as as qb1 there's also again the transfer portal is still going ou has been incredibly active uh looking for pieces there uh all of that stuff. If you're an OU fan, there's no better there's no better place to to get your OU information than ouinsider.com. You will get all the rumblings, all of the news, all of the all of the research, all the analysis from Brian and I, from our guys Parker and Brandon. We've talked about the basketball team. Look, things are trending up for OU basketball right now and we've got all the coverage of OU basketball from Brody and I. And if nothing else, that YouTube channel uh for us over at OU Insider, go ahead and like Hit that subscribe button. There's plenty of content here as well. I think Parker and Brandon will have another, uh, will have more, even more analysis, more uh, stuff to talk about with Danny Stutzman's return. I think they're doing a podcast tonight. There's going to be all kinds of stuff you don't want to miss out on. So with that, Brian, here's to what's been a good day for Oklahoma fans. Danny Stutzman's back, and we'll see what else happens in the next couple of weeks. Until then, thank you guys. Have a good week.